but yo, some of y'all men are crazy wanting these foot pics. Y'all be, oh, I forgot that update. <laughs> y'all, y'all be wanting these feet so bad. You guys are willing to pay any dollar amount. And you know what? I just want to say thank you. And you are blessed. And we love you so much. You have no idea. I'm so done with it. Are you trying to steal my fucking clientele right now? Not bitch? stealing. I'm trying to make <laughs> new ones. <laughs> with another episode of flings and things i'm moni and i'm drea and we're here with episode 35 35 and it's my time does not rhyme but that's what we're gonna go with <laughs> good enough for me at least you didn't skip this time i love it it didn't she's on a roll right now so mm. <laughs> well guys it's been a while i feel like it's been a minute since i've been behind this microphone it's been like two weeks only but i know gotta give you guys live updates now i'm just kidding <laughs> not really but um <laughs> i feel like i've been keeping a lot of my updates private you have so have i but but not all of them um yeah i don't really got much update i do but it's cool <laughs> <laughs> well my updates i went to chicago um great time those of you from chicago beautiful city um i forgot lake michigan's right there so it looks like an ocean but it's not um the only thing i will say is i'm going to new york next month to go visit mm. my thea who lives there mm. <laughs> i'm going with the fam it's a fam trip go. she was um Sad. but that's gonna be my last city trip i've been traveling a lot and i realize cities are starting to look the same because of the buildings and the water and it's a gorgeous skyline i love rooftops don't get me wrong a nice sunset over the water with the buildings in the background they but the same. it's just what they all look the same. They all look the same. Exactly. And I don't need to waste. I've already been to all the major cities at this point. It's probably like one left. That I don't need to go there. And it's Detroit. I know that. I don't need to go to Detroit. I'm no, sorry. You do not. Exactly. <laughs> I do know, though, that New York, it is different. Get ready for the smelly smells. So bring your Vicks. It smells a lot of places I've been to. So I'm going to let you know everything. I heard, I heard New York is, is the worse. worst. We'll have to see about Especially that. Especially after it rains. Ooh. I don't think it's raining when I go, but I hope the fucking leaves are changing color because I heard it might be late this year. And I, that was the whole reason I picked like late September, but whatever. So, yeah, I'm um, sad that I'm not going. I'm sad, too. But it's, you're saving a lot of money. So that's the benefit of not going. Is it, though? Money or an experience? True. I'm not one to talk. And I'm, and I'm young. <laughs> like, I, I'm not young. I say that I'm old all the time. But still, my clock is a ticking. OK, I'd rather do a lot of things now. Yeah. Well, we can plan a different one. Mm -hmm. um, I will say the only other update that I have is I have a special someone in my life right now. Oh, we're going there. No, that's all I'm saying. It's crazy. <laughs> that was that was crazy to say. Oh my god. <laughs> Why she's my cousin? She was not expecting oh, no. me to go. Caught no. me off guard. <laughs> okay. Well, that's all I'm saying. I have an update as well. <laughs> See how I motivate these things. Um, um, someone from my past decided to pop up into my life recently. Okay. And I was not giving them the time of day, but I think I'm going to now. That's yeah. good. And just see, just see. I feel like you should always give people a chance when you're in that phase of like dating or talking or doing I'm nothing. Just, I'm just aloof. I'm bored. Yeah. So we'll, see. well, you never know. Sometimes when you're bored, things. Okay, low key. That's how I met this person. 
and he, I think I kind of already told him that. Maybe yeah. I did it. He says he doesn't watch this. I don't think he's going to hear this. But basically, like, I was kind of in a save. Like, you know what? I literally keep saying that I haven't been on a date and it's been over a year. I was like, fuck it. Like, he wanted to hang out at one point. I left him on red because yeah. I was talking to too many people at the same time. Nobody that I was actually, like, really interested in. And I said, fuck it. So I hit him up and I was like, when are we meeting? Or when are we hanging out or something like that? And I, yeah. I never make the first move. But my friend Mandy, like, she literally encouraged me and she was like, just fucking do it. Facts. And here we are. This you man is something else. You know me. I'd be making the first moves. <laughs> It'd be costing me, though. So. <laughs> Facts. I'm not doing that again. Thing. Yeah, but I'm not going to. I'm not, I'm not Take a little break. This. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to be making no moves. <laughs> move in silence. <laughs> in peace. <laughs> I don't think it's a bad idea. I think sometimes it's nice to change things up. Um, yeah. And you never know what it comes from. It. Just going out of your comfort zone is like a way to like learn from things, I feel. So that's what I'm doing. Trust I went me, out of my comfort zone. I'll tell you right now, there's nothing comfortable about putting yourself out there. <laughs> True. I just got lucky that this one thought I was actually cool. And he Aww. wasn't scared of me yet. So. Cute. But anyways, that's all I'm going to give you guys for now. Um, what are we talking about today, Drea? <laughs> Ooh. See, this is the problem. We actually do discuss what we're talking about, and I completely forget every time. Okay. Well, I'll <laughs> just say it then. We've been very... Oh, I do remember. Yes. Sorry. Okay, I'll let so, her So, <laughs> Moni's been very set. <laughs> I said we. She's like, no, it's actually no, Moni. No, it's actually Moni. Because true, true. In the past episode, she said it. Very set on the 90-day rule. <clears throat> Fuck the 90-day rule. <laughs> Fuck it. Okay. Because do you know how much time you can waste in 90 days? It's actually a lot. It's actually a lot. A lot of time. A lot of freaking conversation. And me breathing the same air as that person is crazy. It's a lot of time wasted. To be fair, you can watch a lot of TV series in 90 days with those little trials. So I can believe you. Yeah, exactly. So it's a lot of time spent, a lot of bonding, and it's just not worth it if it's not going to last. Okay. So all I have to say is fuck the 90 day rule and we are switching it up to 30 days. (laughs) (laughs) Cut that shit off. I'm sorry. If you want to be a little bit more cautious, you can do like maybe 40, 45, (laughs) 45. It's giving Um, 45. It's giving 45. Um, Take it from somebody that did something for almost 60 days. Wait, yeah, 30, 30 and 30, yeah. yeah. Almost 60 days, Um, waste of time. Don't do it. From my experience, from me to the public, <clears throat> you know somebody's intention literally straight up in a month. I think less. And less, to be completely honest, mm-hmm. but you're going to give them that month trial. And um, yeah, go ahead because I can keep going on and I'm not. Gonna, I'm, we'll go back yeah. and forth because I already yeah. know if I see something, you're going to think about something yep. else. So she's not wrong. I've always said 90 days. For those of you who are new listeners or viewers, um, we talked about it since like literally episode one or two. Um, yeah. 90 day probation. Like you have 90 days to get better in the bedroom. You got 90 days to fucking sweep me off my feet. 90 days this. 90 days that he don't want a relationship he's not ready he wants to take things slow 90 days give him 90 days fuck 90 days Drea's not wrong um I had an epiphany even through her experience um and through thinking about past experiences of mine and just thinking about men that I've met recently and like not Mm -hmm. men romantically but met romantically but just people that I've in my life that have told me like their views on when they're um dating a girl and their like interactions like how fast they feel things and I realized I still stay true to a man knows his true intention the moment that he 
meets you and interacts with you in that first interaction. Crazy concept. I think it can change. and I'm not saying it won't be influenced, but I really do think that they know right then and there if they can see themselves with you. And whether that means one to three interactions, the point is it's very quick. And I think, like you said, we are giving them 30 days, but realistically, they already knew within the 30 days if they were going to like, I don't want to say wife you up, but like want to make them want to make you their girlfriend, essentially. Or the effort to get to know you. Yeah. And be um, pursuing a relationship down the line, because yeah. at the end of the day, and this is something that I told her like two days ago, <laughs> I really do believe all of us and people that will try to argue with me. No matter what part of our life we're in, whether we just got out of a relationship, whether we um, are pursuing a career um, in school. I'm going to cut you off because I feel like I know what you're going to say. Oh. If you like somebody, don't matter how long you've been out of a relationship, don't matter how long you are quote unquote working on yourself mm-hmm. or trying to heal, mm-hmm. if you like somebody... That person is going to do whatever the fuck they need to do most of the time to be with the person they like. Correct. Because I've done it. You've I've done, done it. it. Even when I have been in the stage of like, no, like I need to take time for myself, blah, blah, blah. I have met somebody that I felt was incredible and great. And I'm like, you know what? I can actually see myself with this person. So let me give it a shot. I don't like turn it down at all. Yeah. So and if it happens, it happens. And if it mm-hmm. happens to the point where they don't like you notice like they don't they aren't making the effort or whatever. They don't like you. Agreed. Mm. And it hurts, but they don't like you. And you know what? You know what I have to say to that? Start going to the gym, baby. Get thick. Or thin in my or case. Thin. Whatever. <laughs> we have opposite problems. As Sorry. You know, you know what? Just go. Get yourself a badass body. As I always say, go get your revenge body. And that's what we're doing now. And we up. City girls up. Uh, I'm going to let you run with that one. (laughs) I'm not up right now. But um, yeah, she found somebody. Okay. For now. I don't even know if it's going anywhere. I talk about myself. City girls up. Okay. And I'm very bougie, very high maintenance, very expensive to keep. So to keep. She heard heard that right there. That very expensive to keep. So back to what you said, um, I, you literally explained exactly how I was going to explain it. And I feel that um, all of us are guilty of like wrong time or right person, wrong time. I don't believe in that bullshit anymore. I, I heard a man go off on a rant on a podcast um, not that long ago. And he really did explain it that there is no right person wrong time if you think it's the wrong time that's because it's not the right person because no matter what if it's the right person and this is somebody that you can literally imagine yourself spending the rest of your life with them you everything about them you're infatuated you're impressed you're intrigued you can't stop thinking about them you're gonna want to make them yours whether that's a full-blown relationship exclusivity you're hanging out with them every day. You're actually responding to their texts because I'm sorry, but the whole I'm busy, I don't respond to people is fucking bullshit because I know when I really like somebody, I don't give a fuck what time it is. I'm responding. I'm answering the phone. I'm at work and I'm like stressing out like, oh my God, I shouldn't be on my phone right now, but I really want to respond to them yeah. so that I make my way to be like, hey, I can't like, I can't talk right now. I did that today, actually. Um, but I was stressing out the whole time because I really liked the person. If I didn't like them, I'd be like, oh, it's easy to wait. I'll just text them in two hours. So do you think men overthink that? Or do you think they're like, you know what? No. 
Oh, like overthink as in like they'll avoid texting. No, like do you, think, you do you think like men overthink the fact that they're like, oh, this person is great and this and this and this. But I really got to focus on my career. So or I really got to do this. No, okay. no, I used to. I had met a guy tell me that um, over a year ago that I believed him. And I realized after talking to other men and just and I don't know if it's a guy thing or just a person thing. I feel like sometimes, though, it does depend on the person because some people are really good at yeah. self-discipline where they yeah. really won't. I've just met a couple people like that. That's why that are like some of my friends. They actually yeah. are very self-disciplined. They're like, dude, like I like her so much, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, they'll be like. But I actually like I had this yeah. one person yeah. told me that he liked somebody a lot. But then he was like, dude, like I realize I don't have the funds to be dating. Okay. <laughs> and I'm like, OK, well, have you told her that? He goes, no, I'm fucking embarrassed. And he ended up telling her that. And thank God he did, because she ended up being like a piece of shit. Yeah. But I mean, like, that's why he was going to cut it off. But he did tell her. So I've had men say that. I, there's one guy I used to talk to in Phoenix, and he told me that, and then he ended up with a girlfriend two months later. Oh, okay, but, never mind. Scratch that. But you're not wrong. I think men, and I've, I've talked to a guy before where he told me that he believed men in general have a tendency to get distracted easily, and they're yeah. very hard to balance. But I think that's a you problem, and I think if it's the right person, no matter what the fuck's going on in your life, you're not going to let them get away because we all know. So, yeah, maybe they like them a lot, but they weren't going to love them. Because what I truly believe now, and this goes for men and women, you're if there's things that you don't like about the person, but you really like them, it makes it easier to make up excuses. And that's what goes back to the whole right person, wrong time. There's something that you don't like about them that it's like, oh, but I like everything else. So it's OK. So that makes it easier to wait or compromise because or like risk losing them because you don't love everything about them. And now don't get me wrong. There are going to be things that you don't like about somebody. Just it's impossible. Say. Yes. However. Have I met, I've dated so many people overall and I can honestly say that there's a lot of people that only had like one thing I didn't like about them and it could be as simple as, oh, they're a morning person. That's not a deal breaker, but it's a quality, right? So I'm talking about big things the things that you don't see yourself spending the rest of your life with that person because maybe they're on social media too much and you don't like that lifestyle. Maybe they're immature. Maybe they have too much baggage and even though they're a great person, you're attracted to them and you're like, oh, but maybe... But that baggage is just something is in the back of your head that you're like, I don't know if I can deal with this. Like there's always something that's holding you back. And I think people like to ignore those things. Mm -hmm. And that's why men, I think, ignore these things. I think they're like, oh, like I'm busy or I can't do it. But it's like if you're dream, you're trying to tell me that if you're fucking, let's just say pursuing a basketball career or you're trying to be a fucking rapper or whatever the fuck you're trying to pursue, that's going to take you a lot of years to get. You're trying to tell me that you're going to have this female literally from head to toe everything you've ever dreamed of everything every quality you've ever had she makes you laugh she's gorgeous she's everything you ever imagined you're gonna tell me that you're gonna say that you can't focus on your career and that you can't be in a relationship with her if she like likes you a lot and wants to be with you that's bullshit I'm sorry I think for all of us it's bullshit even for myself like I know damn well no matter how busy I am how stressed and how broke I am I will do whatever it takes to get that person that I want if they are everything I ever imagined but if it's somebody who I'm like, eh, I like you a lot, you're attractive, but there's just things that bother me, like just little things, I feel like that's where it makes it easier to make up these excuses. That's just me. Like I said, there's not obviously I can't speak for everybody, 
But honestly, I truly believe that. And I feel like that's why you see so many cases of men in situationships and then they end up with a fucking girlfriend like less than six months later. It's because they told the girl that they weren't sure about. That's the only excuse out of their mouth is I can work on myself. What else can you say? I just don't want a relationship. I guess that's another excuse, but that's not even a reason. You're just saying I don't want a relationship. Yeah, I think that's an excuse too. I don't want a relationship with you is what you're saying. And I think men need to get the balls to start communicating that they just don't see themselves with you. And that's okay. It's going to hurt the person's feelings. But the problem is they want that fucking consistent pussy. They want to have access to sex. They want to have access to a girl who fucking cooks for them, treats them good, does all these things for them because it's comfortable and it makes them feel good about themselves. And they like the girl because she's a cool girl. She's cool. She's she's pretty. She's hot, whatever. But uh, I just don't see myself marrying you with kids, though, for whatever reason. And maybe, I don't know, would you want a man to be straight up with you about the reasons or would you just want to know like they don't want to be with you? Because honestly, I don't know if I'd want to know the reasons. I'm not even going to lie. I think it depends on the reasons. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Or the person. (laughs) On the person. Okay. Yeah. I feel like recently, not recently, recently, but there was a guy that I knew that I had in my life that I liked a lot, but nothing ever happened. It was very platonic. And um, I found out later from mutual friends that he had said that he had also felt something in the beginning but then did it and part of me was kind of like going back and forth of like what did I do differently what did he like about me at what point did he stop maybe it's something I said or did maybe it's something I talked about on the podcast that's embarrassing I don't know but then I started going down this fucking like whatever you call it rabbit hole and I was like Monica like if someone doesn't like you for who you are like your annoying ass who laughs obnoxiously and is just stupid shit like why do you want to be with them yeah no I don't want to be with somebody I don't want to change for somebody will I change and work on things that I know I need to work on yeah that's different though that's not like who I am though at the end of the day and if you don't like me for who I am or what I look like or the fact that uh I gain five pounds when I eat a burrito like yeah my struggle with my weight okay you don't like that about me well I don't want to be with you because I I don't like and I think my problem is I have a lot of trauma that unfortunately I had no control over. Yeah. <laughs> and like a lot of people see that as a like a huge red flag, but the thing is the fact that I have gotten this far in life mm-hmm. is the biggest green flag ever. 100%. <laughs> and I feel like people seem to forget or not see that part and see not see that side or not think about that because if people knew all the shit I've actually been through in life all my trauma which is a lot and it's very heavy and it's very deep yeah um they'd be like dude like you literally either one should not be here two I should be straight up a whore okay and or three stripper or four like the list can go on and on and on and the fact that i'm here with a career i have my own place i make my own money i don't depend on anybody i'm very independent um which is also not a good thing guys ladies it's not always good to be very hyper independent yes i've realized that and it sucks but it's okay (laughs) yeah um but yeah, I think also pers- people's perspective, I think definitely, um, yeah, perspective. I think, now that you brought that but up. But I feel like okay. that has to do with our next topic. 
Well, that's what I was going to go into <laughs> before that. So I, you mentioned the trauma. Do yeah. you ever feel like, okay, because I'm a guilty of trauma dumping. For those of you who don't know what trauma dumping is, it's when you first meet somebody and you start laying out all your trauma like immediately. And some of you might be thinking like, who the fuck would do that? Like, why would you want to scare somebody away? It's like a self... Um, what is a self-defense mechanism basically and i didn't realize this until literally like a year and a half ago when some old lady at the fucking gym overheard me talking to one of my um or my trainer about it and she was like honey you're trauma dumping and then she explained this whole thing and i was like first i was like why are you fucking talking to me at the gym second of all <laughs> oh shit you're fucking right Damn. so basically you're so scared that people are going to want to leave you once they find out your trauma or your past. So instead, you just tell them right away up front. And you might be thinking you're doing a good job by being very transparent, but you're actually like, at the end of the day, it is a lot for someone to take in because putting myself in their shoes, why do I want to even get involved with someone that has that many problems, even if it might be a great person? And that's kind of where I'm getting at is that I feel like there's been times in my life where I was talking to men or dating men, and when I was trauma dumping, they acted fine. They were like, wow, that's amazing. Like, we'll look at you now. Like, making me feel like everything was okay. But that it never went further than that. And sometimes I think back and I'm like, well, maybe like they didn't judge me because they think I'm a great person. But then that actually did scare them away and they just weren't, they weren't about it. They realized I don't want to be with somebody who's had been through all that. Like, that's too much for me. And I never thought about it because they would always like reassure me that like, oh my God, like basically make me feel okay about telling them consoling me being there for me but then it's like it never went further than that and sometimes I'd always think to myself I wonder if that was part so of it so what's crazy is I don't normally do that okay I think in my recent experience I think I did do that a little bit okay but it's because I, I felt comfortable but now that you say that <laughs> probably shouldn't have shared too much <laughs> Yeah, because I shared things that like I don't even share with you. Yeah, <laughs> and so that's huge, by the way. Or like, yeah. even if uh, Moni does know, it's like it took her years to know for yeah. me to say, right? Yeah, and so yeah, I definitely can see that for sure. Because I think sometimes we get very comfortable, but if you if we think about it, women are a little bit more empathetic and emotional, right? And I think men have trouble I, connecting on that yeah. level. So if you think about it, it's like, okay, well, you just told me this. Mm -hmm. Now I'm trying to process it. I'm trying to be there for you. But then I come home and now I'm thinking about everything she just said. And I'm like, not for me. It's not for me. Doesn't mean I respect you any less. Doesn't mean I think of you any differently. It's more mm -hmm. of just, I, I don't. Okay. I do think that you start to think about the person differently. Okay. I don't. Yeah. I do think you start to think about them. That's true. Because that's why you don't want to be with them. And then in a sense, you do start judging them. My dog um, agrees. And if you guys heard that, she said. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think naturally it's natural for all of us to judge each other. Yeah. So I could see that. Yeah. When men give you a little taste of their past or jump trauma on you do you feel like naturally your first thing is to kind of question why or I don't want to say the word judge but I really do think it's human nature to judge naturally and then you can shut that off immediately no. but what do you ever like what's been your experience um when a guy does share something with me that's like very personal mm -hmm. I don't even judge them I'm very like understanding and I see that they're being vulnerable with me 
And so I'm just like, I just listen and then I'll be like, I'll ask them, so can I put my input on that? And then they'll be like, honestly, all the time, they'll be like, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. And then I'll say how, how like, whatever the topic is, I'll put my input and they'll be like, oh, I never really thought about it like that. Oh, I didn't do this. Or like, honestly, I try, which is probably not good either, but I try to figure out why that happened. Or, like, make them realize why it happened. It'd be, honestly, a conversation with me is like a therapy session. (laughs) And I know that may not always be good, a good thing. But I've never, I mean, I've never had a guy say that it's a bad thing. If anything, they've told me, like, dude, like, you're so genuine. Or, like, I love the fact that you ask questions about myself. Mm -hmm. Or you actually seem that you're interested. I've had those things said about me. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, like, whatever. But then, obviously, nothing goes forward. So I'm kind of just like, mm, do, you want, do you want me to not care? Like, I can do that, too, you know? Men are very, it's very hard for them to open up to us, I feel like, in general, to that's open up wh- to anyone. And that's why I say I don't judge, and, like, I take that as vulnerability, so I won't do that. So that was what I was going to ask you. Do you feel like you're the same way with women, though, or are you more judgmental towards women? Because I feel like, in general, women tend to judge other women quicker than they are when they comes to men. I only bring that up because men are naturally not very... I don't think so. Okay, okay. And I say that because, like, if you're happy, you're happy. Even if I don't agree with the situation, and I I feel like you can attest to this, Mm -hmm. like, I really try not to judge people for what they're doing. Okay. Um, Like I said, I may not agree with it, but I'm going to support you and I'm going to be there for you because even though I know it may not work out, Mm -hmm. I'm going to be there for you when you fall. Yeah. Or, you know, I'm going to be there for you when it when shit hits the fan. And I'm not going to say I told you so unless it's like something hilarious. And I'll be like, girl. I, mm. But at the end of the day, those are the decisions that you're going to make. It doesn't impact me. Yeah. So why am I going to judge you for that? OK. I feel like for me, I treat everybody the same. And when I say that, I mean, like I so naturally my mind wanders, wanders. And I say I that I'm not going to say I'm not judging, but I do. I don't judge in a malicious way unless no. somebody has done something malicious to me. And then I'm like, start fucking yeah. picking out every bad thing about that person. Cause that's, I feel like that's human nature. People want to accept it or fucking admit it or not. Our mind goes somewhere. And that's the whole point of our brain and the way that we put things in categories in our mind of like, oh, you did this. Okay, maybe you come from this background or maybe this. It's natural for us to do that. That's why stereotypes exist and biases. I think it's because you care. I care when it's somebody I know, somebody but if it's somebody you know. I don't know, I still try to pick a, like apart why they're that way. And that's, I don't know if that's. It's not even my psychology background. So, I just do that naturally with every person I it's encounter. It's going to be a therapy session. Mm-hmm. Do you think you're more judgmental? I hate that word, but you know what it, I mean it by is, it. That's what the word is, though. I yeah. can't make it nicer. Do you think you're more judgmental when you care the person, about the person? Because I'm not going to lie, outside looking in, I feel like you are more judgmental yeah. because you care about the person. Yes. Because you want them to stop making certain Correct. mistakes. Correct. Because yes. you want them yes. to better themselves. Yes. It's not judgmental. It's more of like, what are you fucking doing? Which I guess in hindsight, it can be looked as judgmental. Yes. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, <laughs> yes. No, I am. And it's not. That's why I said it's never malicious. It's like. I know what like because it's like everybody i it's not like just you i know we're talking about like us like Mm -hmm. it's it's other people too and i'm like 
what the fuck are you doing? Like, you know, that's not good for yourself or you're making stupid decisions. You're being irresponsible. It's like, I'm not judging you as a person, as a human being, unless it gets to that point where it's like, okay, now you're putting other people in danger or you're bringing other people into your mess that I don't fuck with at all. Cause I'm very big on not doing that to people. Yeah. And every time I feel like I am involving people, that's when I'll like, I'll shut down and I'll leave. Like, We've went, experienced that recently. I'm like, okay, I feel like I was involved in too much a couple months ago. So I pulled myself away and didn't talk to anybody anymore because I was like, I don't like that. And that was never my intention. Yeah. But it turned into that because I was the mutual person involved in everything. Yeah. So that's the thing is like, yeah, I agree with that actually. And I feel like, but the, maybe that's why when I meet random people, I'm less because I really just don't care what the decisions they make in their life. If they want to fucking ruin their life, I'm like, oh, good for it. H- happy for you. Like, Oh, really? Interesting. Whereas other people, I'm like sitting there like, okay, why are they doing this? Are they going to stop? How can I help? And yes, that's what it is. But I also feel like kind of what I, was, I wasn't going to go down that route, but actually like that you did because it is true. I care more. It's That's what it is, is that I, I feel like when I talk to men and date them and they open up about stuff, I don't judge them on the part of like, Ew, like, why would you do that? Or who you did that? No, I don't. What I'm saying, like, deep stuff. I'm not deep, like deep stuff. stuff. Okay. I'm not talking about random shit. Everybody does that, though. We've all, you I know, do that. I do, everyone, it. I do it all the time. People it's can't hilarious. say they don't judge, dude. Like, everyone fucking judges. I I've try never, not to, though. I do. I, I'm consciously trying not yes, to. Yes, you consciously. But every single person has made a comment out of their mouth about something, and that's considered oh, yeah. judgmental. Every I don't know a person who hasn't. Even the nicest person I know still does it. So it, that would be contradicting. But anyways, I feel like when men open up to me, Mm-hmm. I look at them and I try to think, okay, can I be with this person? That's why I was asking if you think that way when you're like, they're telling you like, and you said, no, you don't judge them. It's like, okay, for me, I think I do because I start to think, how is this trauma? I put in a category. Let's just pretend it's a lost parent. They've been cheated on by a significant other. Um, what else is very traumatic or they have a kid with somebody I don't know different chapters in your life like even yeah. like missing pair I've dated many men with that don't have a parent that that died or both parents were not alive deceased yeah I hate using the word dead but that's just what deceased. it is anyways my point is that trauma I already know what can come from that I already mm-hmm. know what the signs of somebody who doesn't deal with that so naturally I'm in my head like how is this going to impact me if I was in a relationship with you And I think of that because I don't like to get involved with people that I'm going into this relationship knowing there's going to be issues. And I think that's where a lot of us are guilty. And I've done this when I was younger of going into things that, you know, are not going to end up like doing well or it's going to be issues like relationships are hard enough. We already know there's so many ups and downs. You have to compromise things. You got to get along for the next 50, 60, 70 years of your life. Why make it more difficult by entering a relationship with somebody that, you know, has too many issues that they're not dealing with and I'm, I say that there's somebody for everybody but I don't think I know there's people in my life like I've talked to like I'm close to who admitted to being people fixers yeah that is not a good quality to have it doesn't make you a good person because you want to be with someone that has issues it doesn't if yeah. anything it doesn't make you smart and I believe that because I've done that I thought I could fix people every guy I've ever dated has been some fucking issue in their family some family trauma I realized except one person out of everyone I've met, it's been some trauma. And I knew that was going to be an issue. And guess what? They never dealt with the issue. And it was an issue in the relationship or in the situationship. Because I can honestly say that there was some kind of problem. And I think if people are willing to work on themselves, I think it's okay. 
Yeah. Bless you. I think it's okay to like pursue that. But if you know that they are ignoring it, that's just something I'm not going to get mixed up with. I don't have the time. I'm running out of time, honestly. I don't I want to settle down like I'm not going to get involved with that and have to deal with your trauma for five ten years and yeah. why I'm saying this is because I feel like people do think the same thing about me my traumas when I do that dumping oh this is too much for me I can't deal with her she probably has so many issues oh that's why she sleeps around but you know what's no, crazy no, 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 no. that's why you also get to know somebody true so to me it's kind of just like that's so dumb Mm-hmm. <laughs> like realistically that's so stupid for you to cancel somebody out because they're being open with you and literally allowing you to get to know them okay that's so dumb and that's how i look at it that's why i i don't like when a man's being vulnerable with me or telling yeah. me something or whatever the case may be like that's why i don't judge i'm just like Okay, that makes sense. So okay, that this is okay. You're letting me in. I'm actually getting. I'm actually going below the surface questions, and I'm getting to know you and how you think and what has caused you to be the way that you are, and that's okay. Because you're getting to know somebody. Like, so I agree with you, but I'm gonna challenge you, and I think I've told you this a long time ago. You might have forgot. It's okay nowadays because i've i'm not gonna say i go to therapy because i'm still sitting here telling you that i still have not gone yeah but i have now realized a lot of the ways that i am the problems i've done caused for myself that i've gone through over the years is because of my trauma that i've got that i didn't heal from because i'm so self-aware of that i don't have a problem opening up to anybody so you might think that they're being vulnerable with you, but that could be the way they are with everybody. And I hate to say that people always say, I've never told anybody this. I don't know how many times I fucking heard that out of somebody's mouth and I'm like, I don't believe it anymore. I know it can't be true. I'm not saying that everybody lies, but I know for a fact that the, some of the deep shit I've been through, I've told many people within the first two weeks of knowing them. But do you think it's because that's just how you cope? No, not anymore. It was a self-defense mechanism in the beginning. Now it's because I'm not embarrassed. And that's There's certain okay. things I haven't said on the podcast yet, but that's just because family doesn't know yeah. and I'm not ready to share that. Not because I'm embarrassed. Yeah. But that's okay. But at the same time, like, I feel, honestly, I feel like at least I can typically yeah. tell yeah. when somebody is really uncomfortable to tell me something. Yeah, But that, they're different. still telling me something. And okay. those are the experiences that I've had. Okay. And, like, you can just tell that they're really uncomfortable to tell you, but yes. they're just like, you know what? We're having a conversation, so I'm just going to, like, tell Yeah, her. I think those ones are genuine, but I think yeah. it's the ones where they're healthy, and sometimes you're, like, I think people get confused with that. When you're yeah. actually comfortable with yourself and you've actually worked on yourself, you're actually able to talk about your traumas easier once you actually get the help that you need. And I'm not saying to sit here that I have gotten the help I need because I haven't gone to therapy, but I've had so many discussions and faced my demons in the last two years of being very open and also my friend goes to therapy like weekly. So like she does these sessions with me. I'm not she's not certified, but like she has made me realize so much about my past. It's ridiculous in the last two years. And now I can honestly say I can have a conversation without being embarrassed, without shutting down, without wanting to cry because I'm already comfortable with who I am. I think when people are insecure and they haven't dealt with their issues and I think those are the people that don't know how to open up the guy that I'm talking to. I will share one thing because it's relevant. He shared about his family and his parents' relationship within the first two hours of knowing me. And it wasn't trauma. It was healthy. And that was a green flag for me because so many men cannot open up about their 
their family life, their personal life. And I think that to me, I'm not saying it's a red flag because obviously a lot of people can't do that. But I think it's something to be cautious about that there's something going on there that you can't even talk about it. I have no issue sharing things about my family because I have a healthy family background. And that's where I'm saying, I'm not saying these people aren't dateable because that's the wrong thing to say here. Everybody mm-hmm. deserves somebody. But what I'm saying is these are things that you need to think about consciously when you're getting involved with somebody. And I think that's why yeah. you see the people judging and walking away. But I think too, like, like me, I'm, I'm private yeah. when it comes to a lot of stuff. So it's not necessarily that like I don't talk about my trauma or I don't like Mm-hmm. want to or whatever the case may be it's more of like you have to ask the right question and then it'll come out i'm not just gonna blatantly just talk about it so what give me an example why do you feel that do you feel like nobody cares like why uh, aren't you proud to say i've gone through this and i've overcame this i'm just thinking I'm just, not everybody needs to know okay. my my like that's private for me okay it's not like i'm hiding it though mm-hmm. like you're just not asking the question that correlates to me having to say anything so you feel like you just don't think it's anyone's business essentially yeah okay and like and don't get me wrong like yeah my partner is gonna know those things about me Mm -hmm. but that comes with talking that comes with like us getting to know each other picking each other's brain like i'm not just gonna all of a sudden be like oh hey by the way i've been through this 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 and that like there's just no point in that like i don't need to do Mm -hmm. that like i said I'm not ashamed of speaking about anything that I've gone through. Okay. But I also don't feel like I owe anybody that like to talk about that unless it's like something that gets brought up and eventually does end up all coming out. But like what randomly I'm just gonna be like, hey, I just want you to know this about me. Like, no. So you said you're not ashamed. So Mm -hmm. no matter what like stupid decision you've made, you can tell the whole world that I went through this and I'm not like it's not embarrassing to admit it out loud. Like my trauma. Yeah. Okay. because I I couldn't talk about mine for the longest time, but I have no issue saying I stay with a cheater and someone who hit me. Yeah. I have no problem saying that. Yeah. Because I'm not embarrassed of myself anymore. I've already dealt with who I am. I've overcame that. And I'm not embarrassed. And I've already worked on I would never take back a cheater again. So I've already worked on myself. That's kind of what I'm getting at is when you're still working on I feel like that's why people don't want to share things. And I feel like one thing that I realized too is that, okay, so somebody that we interviewed on the pod mentioned, we were talking about kids, remember? Yeah. So men tend to like there's some men out there i'm gonna say women and men because i don't know experiences with women but we'll just put them both in the same category they don't like to bring up that they have kids okay and then there's some that are like very open on the first day i'm a, by the way i'm a single father see so I, you, get, I get all the information before i even go on a date okay but that's <laughs> the thing some people don't share that information and you can't find them on social media and that's fine that's why you ask and that's what I'm, but they, but they lie. That's what I'm getting at. And so then when they lie, that's when you know, like, yeah. oh my. Well, that's what I'm, this is what I'm getting at. So you might not see kids as traumatic, but that is something that is a thing in your life that's pretty big yeah. and you're not being able to share it because there's something in the background that's negatively yeah, going on. because 90% of the time, I'm sorry, but those kids were not planned. Or they're not involved parents, parents or there's other exactly. red flags. So that's what I'm getting at is that people don't like to share things that are not going well in their life or they've not dealt with. That's kind of what I'm yeah. getting at. It's a very light example because kids are not technically traumatic, but it can be. I mean, we don't know like the situation with the ex. Like it could be really like court things, restraining orders. That could be a very touchy subject. Yeah. But when people hide things, it's because they're not ready to share a lot of the time. It's because they've not dealt with it and they're not secure in their decision or their the outcome of what has happened in their life. 
that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. It's not for everyone. It's not one piece fits all. I just feel yeah, like. Yeah, because I was going to say that's yeah. not me at all. I just. Yeah. I'm just. My stuff is very heavy. So, like, I'm not just going to vomit and say it all out yeah. on, like, yeah. oh, hey, by the way, you should know this and this and this and this. Like, I'm not going to say that. I don't think it needs to be that way, though. I've said it on the first date and it didn't come out that way. We were talking about something. They didn't ask me, though. But I was like, hey, like, I can't even say because I've not talked about it on here yeah. yet. But I'm very like, oh, I am not like, it's just whatever at this even point. Even to me, like, I, unless like I am personally asked something, okay. then I will say it. But if Got I'm it. not asked and it's not. Because I don't think it's a discussion that needs to be had on the yeah. first day. I'm sorry. No, it doesn't. Unless so, it comes up, I feel like. Then though. I just don't. Mm-mm. Okay. So do you feel that um, trauma that we've gone through, does that, do you think that influences maturity? Like, would you say that somebody, like, yeah. it's it, it's a, like a hard question to really ask directly. Because obviously a lot of things make influence you to be more mature. Yeah. But do you feel like more mature people, when you say, oh, that kid is so mature for their age, <laughs> that it's trauma that has influenced that maturity? Yeah, I don't always think that's a good thing. Okay, but do you, do you agree with that? Yeah, I'm I I'm just do. curious. I thought I about do. the other day. Honestly, I do because uh, just from my experience from uh-huh. a very young age, what two-year-old do you know that had to translate <laughs> from Spanish to English yeah. for their grandparents? And I feel like a lot of people. Well, can a lot of people, yeah, but not me. But, but, <laughs> but that's the thing. Yeah. Doing adult things like that as a child, yeah. having to always do that too, mm-hmm. having to always be around to make sure that my grandmother was understood. And I'm only two years old. I don't even understand what these people are saying to me but i can understand if they're like making fun of my grandmother i can understand if they're saying certain things about my grandmother because she doesn't speak english i had to internalize that and i had to i like i don't want to tell my grandma this and i'm two years old but i had to like doing things like that um may not seem like a big deal but in the end it does mold you into somebody Mm -hmm. else because i grew up very quickly i've realize that the reason why I'm very good at taking care of other people Mm -hmm. is because from a young age I was put into a setting to take care of my grandmother yeah which is crazy because she was the babysitter um but I always took care of her yeah every time we went out in public I'm the one translating every time we went somewhere I'm the one making sure that she gives the right amount of money two years old and those are like really big responsibilities yes so yes i do feel that those things do make a person more mature Mm -hmm. it makes you more experienced in certain things um gives you a little bit more seasoning in life and just because you don't have those experiences too though doesn't mean that it's a bad thing Mm -hmm. because i feel that maturity uh like you said when you see a kid and you're like, oh, that kid's so mature. To me, I do view that as Something's a negative go- yeah. in, a, in a sense. Uh, it can be a positive thing, but it can also be a negative thing, like you said, because of trauma or because having no choice but to grow up that quick. Yeah. And you lose, take it from somebody, you lose a lot of your childhood. Mm-hmm. Like there are a lot of great things from my childhood, but there are a lot of things that I know I don't want for my child. I want my child to be a child. I don't feel like I ever had. Do you want that. your kids to low key be a little bit like naive and really not think about all these terrible things in the world until they're older? Or, uh, um, it depends. 
No, I think it's good for kids to recognize and know certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, not everything until obviously you hit like middle school, high school. I think that's when you start to figure it out anyways for yeah. yourself. But in the younger years, I definitely feel like there's certain boundaries. Yeah. But yeah, I just kind of do like, yeah, I do want them to kind of just be a kid. I, I, you made me think about a lot too, because I feel like, I, so I didn't have to do all that, but I grew up very quickly. Yeah. Um, and everybody always said I was mature for my age, um, as well at that time. I don't want to say like forever, but at least during those years, like maybe like six to like nine, 10 years old. I feel siblings too. When you have siblings, I feel like you have to grow up fast because they yep. always leave. Well, the I first have to take care. I to have, take care. Exactly. So I was a lot key kid. Um, a lot key kid is basically mm-hmm. a kid that it's essentially like, they can go home after school. There's nobody home. You give them a key. It's called lock key for that reason, but it doesn't have to actually be like that. Um, but for my siblings didn't have to deal with that. That was mainly me. Um, so I was walking home from school alone, like in Same. first grade kindergarten. But oh, that not was that bef- young. Yeah, Jesus. it was. But it was before the. OK, so the biggest thing that was a scare here in San Diego, California, was the Daniel Van Dan um kidnapping case that's when all hell broke loose and everything changed in this community like in all of san probably mostly california even the u.s oh, I know, that was that big kidnapping yeah so that's when everything stopped um that was like i don't even remember 2001 it was right after my sister was born um and so, i had just moved to yes my new place. i stopped walking home after that yeah, but that was like was not i couldn't even believe that i would like look back my mom's like oh my god i can't believe i let you walk home like I would go on the bus. I'd get on the bus on myself to yep. go to school on time with my alarms, yep. like third grade, second grade. Yep. Um, I was cooking already certain things, like not Me serious too. things, just like eggs and stuff. Oh, I cooked French um, toast. Damn. Yep. But <laughs> I had a, two siblings under me and my parents um, had to provide. My dad worked two full time jobs. My mom worked an office job. They worked late. We went yep. to the Boys and Girls Club. We did a lot of things. Um, so, yeah, that's how I grew up. Did I go through a lot of trauma? Did I have a lot of death in my family? I did not. Um, I did. Compared to people I know that <laughs> lost really close people to them every single year of their life. Yep. Um, I have not experienced that. But I think that at the end of the day. Like you said, it is not always a bad thing, but it can be a red, like uh, a alert of like, oh, this kid is very mature. I wonder what's going. Like, I wonder what they've had to deal with, essentially. It's right? giving yellow. It's giving yellow. Yeah, it's giving yellow. I don't like using the word red flag, but it's like more of an alarm of like, hey, like something's going on here. Like, I wonder what they've gone through. I wonder like where mom and dad is. Because um, damn, you know too much for your age. And I know someone else close to me who's very very mature for their age and i still think they're my age sometimes sometimes um and she knows because i've talked about it but she's gone through a lot too when she was younger and i realized this more recently so i was like okay that's why you're so mature um and that's why i think that sometimes when i meet people who are around my age now older and they're very immature sometimes it gets annoying but the thing is i realized they come from good households sometimes they come from good families. Maybe their parents shelter them a little too much. I don't always think that's a bad thing. It depends on what they're sheltering them from. Yeah, they didn't get that whooping either. That too. So, <laughs> but it's not a bad thing. So like, I think about, I don't think it's always a bad thing. I think especially, I think people raise their kids differently. I genuinely think that maturity we see it as such a positive thing, but I'm starting to think that maybe it's really not. 
it means you have more experience and you have more issues that you've gone through that have shaped you to become an adult faster like you said earlier yeah and i don't think that we should normalize making that such a good quality that we want all of our kids to be so mature for their ages i don't want my kid to be mature if my kid wants to make fart fucking noises in the fucking fifth grade like let him at least he's not going through fucking shit that other kids are going through not even knowing when their next meal is like i would rather my kids live in that delusion state for a little while am i going to shelter them i think oh you can't go to sleepovers you can't go hang out with your friends like i'm not going to be like strict like that but do i think i can shelter them in a certain way of not giving them these extra duties or throwing it in their face like parents I know used to do oh if you don't eat that you know people are fucking starving in this world like you're not even eating your food like do you know how many bad people are out there like always trying to scare kids into doing what you want them to do like I don't want to be that parent honestly though when it does come to like stranger danger I'm I might well you have to that's a given that's the shit out of my kid about that I'm not Um, gonna scare the shit out of them but I am gonna try to warn them I I might I might scare them be like you go home with them um bad things may happen don't do that (laughs) That's not that scary, though. That's just nice. Yeah, it's nice until these don't listen. Then that's where scary. That's where mommy gets scary. Yeah. (laughs) So I think it's something to like think about. And I I realize now that when I interact with somebody and I can like kind of, oh, they're kind of naive. And it's like sometimes I get I I think negatively about that because I'm like, oh, like they're annoying or like, what the fuck? Like, how old are you? But then now that I really self-reflected the other day when I thought about this topic, I was kind of like, it's not really a bad thing. No. And honestly, sometimes people who are more mature are also more cynical and more assholes or less emotional. Unemotional or unavailable. What is it? Emotionally unavailable. Which in turn, guess what? Not a contender for me over here. I don't want somebody who's emotionally unavailable. I want somebody who is so comfortable with themselves, who has so much love to give and not afraid to give it. And if you're afraid to give it, I don't want to be with you. I'm not wasting my time to help you unpack your traumas. Get your fucking big boy or your big girl pants on. Go to fucking therapy and take care of yourself. I'm not dealing with it. Here comes the Monica. I'm not dealing with it. I'm sorry. I'm too grown for this shit. I've already fucking helped so many men get to their fucking points in their lives that they're at now. And I'm sick of it. This is not build a man workshop. to say you know Fuck what i'm tired shit. of i'm tired of building a man up for another woman that shit's crazy and i've done it way too many times and i'm fucking sick of it too and that's I, why i'm here I'll to say you, i'll tell you right now I'm a, <laughs> I'm a great woman and i all my exes every single one of them have told me i am a great woman and this is after we have broken up and that i if it wasn't for me they would not be where they are in their lives do you know how much i want to strangle them after they tell me that <laughs> I know (laughs) because I'm just like, that's crazy. I really shaped and molded you into this person and I've gotten confirmation because they do say this. Okay. And yeah, I just don't get it. Y'all crazy. Sometimes you can be the perfect woman, but just not perfect for them. And I've had to swallow that pill so many times already. It's a crazy concept. I'm just like, dude, I'm fucking great. I told my friend this too. She always says, I'm so great. I'm like, you are great. And I fucking love you. And you're beautiful. And you're funny. And everything. But not but, everyone's going to like but you. But you're not everyone's going to like you. That If everyone liked us, that we wouldn't even be, there wouldn't even be dating. We wouldn't need to get to know people because everyone would just like you. And then guess what? Where are you going to be? You think you have the pick of the bunch? Then you're going to have more problems. Trust me. I've thought about this. In a perfect world, everyone likes you. Can you imagine the billions of people that like you and that you get to choose anyone you want? All I, I don't think, think that above, would be good. Honestly, if everybody liked me, all I think about... Maybe your standards would be higher. I'm not saying that they're not high, but I'm saying for in general, for everyone. If you had everybody is, like you... I just think about... Think about the, it. No, people are going to hate me for what I'm going to say. Oh, God. Here we go. I just think about all the monies... 
All the monies I could get. So and that sounds you. so bad, but yo, some of y'all men are crazy wanting these foot pics. Y'all be, I forgot that update. <laughs> y'all, y'all be wanting these feet so bad. You guys are willing to pay any dollar amount. And you know what? I just want to say thank you. And you are blessed. And we love you so much. You have no idea. I'm so done with it. Are you trying to steal my fucking clientele right now? Not bitch? stealing. I'm trying to make new ones. <laughs> Your face when you're like, not stealing. She <laughs> you looked right in the camera. Thank you. <laughs> That's all. We're going to get into our advice segment now. <laughs> all right. Let's do this. Out with the old, in with the new. Out with the old, in with the new. Let's get it. Woohoo! <laughs> I'm like waiting for her. Like, cue it, bitch. Anyways, okay. Hi. Do you have a question for me? Oh yeah. She actually posted a little question on her actual Instagram, so she got somebody, and I did not. I did. Our, nobody wanted to respond to the flings and things. I think they're scared that it's not anonymous. But you know what, guys? So come on. I'm not gonna lie. It's actually fucking hilarious. I hope it's something light because we just went over too many deep things right now. No. My brain hurts. It, My heart it, hurts. It I'm has like nothing to do with this. It's fucking hilarious. I screamed because, well, I'll go into it once we answer the question. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> How do I bleach my bow? <laughs> and does it hurt? Okay. There's no old me or new me because Same. I've never bleached my asshole. Um, However. Yeah. Can I go first? Yeah. Okay. Oh, people are probably like, oh, she bleached? No. Okay. <laughs> I did a lot of research recently, which is crazy because I am going to bleach my... When you say you bleach your butthole, you're bleaching like the skin. So people typically with more melanin, it is going to be a little bit darker. Browner. Okay. Um, we all know that Monica has a perfect one as she mentioned a couple i'm so ago. done with this bitch so my pink butthole it's not brown i don't know how it's crazy yeah it is anyways <laughs> so because of this question it has inspired me to actually go through with what i wanted to go through with and yeah i'm gonna bleach my butthole okay so she asked what's the safest way to bleach the butthole so they say i don't know actually so you go. they say to actually get it professionally done like where, like um, a, where they do waxing or is it like no? So places? where you go to like a cosmetic or like med spa, they actually do have services there where you can go and bleach your butthole. And they say that it's safer that way because a doctor is doing it or a nurse okay. is doing it. Um, but you can always do it at home too. You can go to the adult store. You can grab anal bleach and um, apply the cream on there and it will bleach it obviously it does take please a read the directions yeah, i'm please. scared giving this advice someone's gonna burn their asshole life i mean then they're stupid because there's directions <laughs> on the actual bottle certain probably okay. amount of minutes we don't know i don't know how yeah, much it is. i don't know how much it is i haven't gotten that far yet <laughs> um <laughs> i guess we'll know soon we'll know just soon. but just know that moni here is gonna help me bleach my butthole she knows it's it's happening so Spread okay. them wide. Make sure before you bleach it that you wax your butt hairs or shave them. Do something, okay? I shave mine. It's not that my ass is huge. So for those of you, I've heard a girl say this: when my my ass is too big, I can't even fucking reach the razor. Bitch, yes you can. Yes, you can. I got a bonsai and a fat ass. Where there's All a will, gotta, there's a way. Yes, pull the butt cheek back, grab the razor, make sure it's freshly brand new. I only do my asshole when it's a brand new razor. Razor, and then you literally just gonna go like this, and you're gonna slide it very slowly on both sides. You can touch yourself after, make sure there's no pricklies, and it's good to go. I'm not gonna lie, 
and I know you remember this. What? Because I was so pissed. What? One time when I was shaving my butthole. You cut yourself? I cut myself and it hurts so I've bad. done that. I've honestly and I done that. So it hurts. Pissed. Ooh, I was burns. so You want to know why? <laughs> it does, bitch. Don't even. You know exactly what that feeling feels like so, when you cut yourself there. You want to know Ooh. why I was so pissed? Because I was supposed to go meet somebody and they oh, canceled no. on me. And I was so mad because I was like this stupid ass bitch ass man i was over here i shaved everything it was nice delicately shaved like shaved to the point where there was no strand of hair i made sure i went in on that and i missed out time of his life the feast of his life i should say yeah it's sad Eat the booty like groceries guys do you do anal that's between me and okay. myself. I only ask because uh, I don't think it really matters if you bleach your butthole unless you're doing anal. Just saying. <laughs> unless he's eating your ass, too, because then he's going to look at your cheeks when he spreads them. But yeah. for the most part, I don't think men really see my asshole too much. Yeah, well. Mm. They used to. It's been a while. Maybe I'll open those doors to somebody soon. I Anyways. Can't. But yeah, yeah, so that's how you bleach it. And if you do it at home, just make sure you follow <laughs> the directions. Um, just be careful because there are certain like cautious things. You Have need somebody to help you. For. Yes, they do recommend for somebody to actually Guess help you. Guess that's going to be me. She voluntold me. Um, so. so yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're going to bleach my butthole. We'll keep you guys updated. That's it for today's episode. Please subscribe to our YouTube <laughs> channel. Follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Rate us five stars because we're the best and we're fucking hilarious. And you can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Flings and Things Official with an N, not and. I'm Moni.Montenegro. And I'm Drea.Monte. We'll see you guys next time. Bye.